0: The fuck your
1: episode of that strange show
2: episode 171 171 holy
1: shit! that's crazy
2: and it's 2021. wow oh, that's the first episode of the new year
3: new year new 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 episode
1: new year new guest
3: yeah i mean not really he's been on before he's got his ugg boots on pumpkin spice ripping <laughs> James Lamond, what's up?
4: I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. Be, I'm gonna start the episode off with a confession. I have never had pumpkin spice coffee. Oh, okay.
2: And I'm. And I'm gonna start off the the new year with an accusation. You're a
4: liar. No, I don't dude.
2: believe you at all.
4: Ryan, I swear, I really have never had pumpkin spice coffee. The smell bothers me. I don't like pumpkin pie. It's just no
2: pumpkin. <laughs> pumpkin beer
4: i've had pumpkin beer
1: mm, shipyard good
3: it's... gross
1: I, what? Like... I like that one
2: angel doesn't eat beans we can't trust
1: him. There's... it's the latest thing on the planet Other good ones of course but i do enjoy that one
3: so so yeah 2021 i don't eat beans and james has never had a slice of pumpkin pie or you have to know that you don't like it, I feel
2: like it's one of them things that he didn't like as a kid, and he probably just hasn't given it a fair shot.
3: Even, even with a whip, it. Even with a whip, it. All
2: right. with it. Even served on a booty.
4: I may make an exception there.
3: Oh, girl, girl! I'm gonna eat the. I'm eat the crust on this one. Crust first.
1: Oh. Fuck. oh God, just smack the pie off. Uh, Go straight for the shit. good stuff.
3: That's that's the right way to do it. Smack it off. Is that what you said? Smack the,
4: just smack, smack this the
1: pie, pie off. off. Get the pie out. Like, <laughs> fuck the dumb shit.
3: Give me that b-hole. Anyway. I'll be back here.
1: Anyway. So,
3: we were on vacation for a couple of weeks, right? A couple of weeks.
1: You could call it that, sure. A
3: little staycation, I guess. I did a lot of quarantining on this vacation.
1: Quarantine.
3: Quarantation. Quarantation, yeah. Uh but yeah, I mean uh so we had some downtime. I hope you guys had a good holiday and uh an amazing start to your new year. Uh some people uh partied their ass off a couple of weeks for the last couple of
1: weeks.
3: Yeah, so watch that war paint off and uh
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I just I just wanna personally thank the Capital Caesars for the abundance. Of awesome memes,
1: yeah, that have yeah. been
2: coming out. Some of these have yeah, just I will been. Say. I mean, we have the meme lord himself, James Lamont, who I'm yes. just convinced has a Facebook just a shit dump, and that's Dude. it because he doesn't post anything of No, he, it's does. Either, he does. He it's does. Either, it's he does. sometimes, but it's hard to find it between the between the the memes about eating buttholes and the <laughs> memes and the memes about uh fucking finding the clitoris like (laughs) yeah
3: that dude uh that dude uh his heinous gear uh will live on forever i just want to make mention
2: that i just would have found it a little more amusing if it wasn't stealing from dale gribble from king of the hell yeah Yeah, you you mentioned that you mentioned that yeah well that was dale gribble's shaman costume so it seems like that guy didn't really have strong enough mushrooms to not commit plagiarism
3: oh you mean the fucking the universe lord (laughs) fucking third eye
2: open guy that was the that was the that was the icing on the cake because it was already great that there's photos of this guy at the main seat just sitting there like he's like he just killed conan but then to see that interview
1: you went full retard man never go full retard
3: it was enlightening
4: Lightning.
3: The news reporter just looked like shit.
2: Her face said, I've hit gold. Just yeah. follow this guy.
3: Yes, yeah. you can go on YouTube and uh, check that shit out. Some dude tased his balls till he died. I-, I saw. That's my favorite. That's yeah. my f-
2: actually no, my favorite one was the guy that uh, there's a meme going around of the dude that stole the little podium. And it said <laughs> this man wasn't committing a coup. He was commit. He's committing a political stand. Perfect. <laughs> and it's just him waving.
3: <laughs> Perfect.
2: That guy. That guy was my favorite because he really just didn't care. Yeah. He said, "I'm taking a souvenir home."
4: Look at my shit. I'm a fucking nightmare, motherfucker. I'm, look at my shit. Look at all my shit. This is it, y'all. This is it. All this shit.
3: All those people uh, lost their jobs immediately the next morning.
2: Not to mention their but- their music careers.
3: Oh yeah, Ice Earth
2: oh, how's, yeah. It, how's the yeah. guitars from Ice Earth gonna be on the FBI's most wanted list right now? First of all, where's he
4: hiding?
3: He's in a, he's in a road case somewhere in a fucking <laughs> shitty fucking van he,
4: He's currently impersonating a Marshall 4x12 Yeah
2: <laughs> He's just standing going,
4: Gotta be muddier, I said Marshall Yeah, he did <laughs> a lot of
3: brown noise a lot of brown noise so yeah i mean but, so yeah we've been uh busy hanging out <laughs> watching shit, uh catching up uh family time uh what have you guys been uh perusing on the internets besides morons
2: on the internet or just in general, yeah, watching? In general
3: watching what do you guys watched?
2: I know that I told you that I pretty much just watched The Office and Seinfeld on repeat, which yep. is not a lie.
3: No, no. Because
2: no. this is, I think we're on like, the, I'm, we're at the point on Seinfeld where I just skip to episodes now. Like, I'm not even watching it.
0: Did you, watching, yeah. Did you I'm skip? Watching, uh,
3: you didn't skip the, uh,
2: I had a pony.
3: You didn't skip that no, one, though.
2: No, that's <laughs> no. one of the best things that's ever, My ever aired. My had a pony <laughs> this is who, who leaves the country filled with ponies for a ponyless country. Uh, I had a pony, <laughs> Um but uh, I do need to make a confession that Mandy has officially gotten me sucked into reality television. Ooh, and and uh, I am obsessed with the show. I love a mama's boy. Never heard of it? It's the 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 primetime television. Equivalent I'm convinced of it's, going it's on-
1: not real. I mean, it's set up.
2: No, but it's, like, it's the television
1: equivalent of Rotten.com. There's Of Rotten.com. No rotten mom... Oh, God. Oh, right. Wait, like so you... it's... I,
3: when, you say, when you say Mama's boy, I immediately thought, like, water boy, like, you know, Mama. Yeah. Mama no. Said... It's oh, okay.
2: basically women are engaged to these guys who they've never had the umbilical cord cut. They are totally 100% dependent so on their moms. Sad. They live with their moms. So their mom takes care okay. of everything. But then on top of it, the moms are are vindictive bitches. Oh, perfect. Who are who aren't ready who are like, who's this bitch? I can't stop. It's so it's like, oh my god, why? Break up with him. I'm that guy now. I'm Joe I have become I have become Joe Manganero. Okay. And he's gonna understand that if he ever listens to this episode. Cause he's been watching this shit for years. But why? Why would
0: you do that? Why would you do any of that?
1: Oh, I started watching A Brave New World because uh, that's actually one of my favorite books and I didn't realize that they like made a show about it. So I, we started watching that, which is pretty good. Um, is that the
3: Huxley book? Yes. Nice.
1: Yes. Yep. Well, so that's, a,
3: that's a great we book. Started,
1: it is. So we started that one. Angel, what about you?
3: Uh, I watched a bunch of shit. I'm a... Uh a sucker for disaster films. I don't give a shit. Yep. So, like, uh, that's, like, my guilty pleasure type deal. So, I, I I fully gave myself to Greenland with the Sparta dude. I forget his fucking name. Gerard Butler? butler. Yeah, Butler Butler guy, yeah. Uh, that was, it was pretty good. It was pretty, pretty good as far as, like, a cgi in disaster film. You better <laughs> not even, like, have a real thought in your head when you're watching it because right. it's, like... Oh, meteor fell like ten feet from you and you're not immediately on fire? Right. Perfect. This is awesome. Uh yeah, so we checked out that and um I killed Sweet Home. I don't know if you guys uh gave that a gave that a whirl at all, or nope. if that's on your radar. But yeah, I killed that. That's uh manga shit brought to life. So it's nice. bloody violent. But you know me, you know I'm a sucker for like at the core. Right. With all the bloodiness and violence going around it, like I really enjoyed the story of the people stuck in. Yeah, between. well that's important. But yeah, that's what I liked about that. And then I gave in to Ryan finally. Um, for Fargo. Yes.
1: We love Fargo.
3: So in the last two and a half weeks, uh I am on season four.
1: <laughs> nice. All right.
3: So if that uh what
1: season was your favorite so far?
3: Uh one and two for sure. Yeah. Uh, Three was different, but it was still good. Yeah. And I'm just getting into, like, episode four of season four. Um, Did Ryan tell that. you
1: about uh, me tweeting with uh, Colin Hanks uh, no, on no. when they were doing the live tweets? I was like, that was a cool moment.
3: Oh. fucking
1: love Colin Hanks.
3: What, he gave you a fucking hell yeah, Mandy.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> he, I was like, oh, shit. You know, I don't want Well, it's. Been on for a while, so yeah, if you yeah. haven't watched it yet, watch it. And then everything went down. He's like, "Surprise!" It was fucking awesome. But yeah, it's a really good series. Like, yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. a great job with it.
3: Uh, definitely, uh, I'm a fan of the movie. So this is uh
1: me too. Yeah.
3: Um, and then I I also revisited uh the story of
4: Ricky O. So you can still see, but your right is crippled. You're still a gunner.
0: Ah!
3: Ridiculous. Uh you can find it on Tubi. The story of Ricky O. Nice. But uh James, what have you been uh fucking
4: doing? I'm trying to catch up on all the Blu-rays I impulsively bought this year. Yeah, you um did. while we I've been stuck in my house bored in this pandemic. I clawed through the whole Scream Factory release of the Friday the thirteenth set. Nice. That was a nice. recent one. Um, got the replacement discs. I don't see any difference. I don't know what's going on.
3: Wait, so Um, you got you got extra ones, bro? Okay.
4: Maybe we'll talk offline. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I think the movie that I really I'm trying to think. Um, The Dark and the Wicked. We're gonna talk about that tonight. Yeah, that was was, was awesome. That was so good. Yeah. Uh, what else have I watched recently? Shit. Uh. I don't watch a lot of shows i think the like the only other thing that i really watch because i don't really get into too many tv shows cobra kai
3: oh yeah that's that that was the i'm uh i'm uh i'm watching it right now currently i jumped in i haven't watched it i haven't watched the first season or the second season i just jumped right in with my kids because they've been watching it so i don't even know who's who i just know like there's kids kicking each other's asses in the arcade, and I'm like, what is this? It's... <laughs> it's that like, show. LaRusso, you bitch. And then it gets thrown into a fucking yeah. Donkey Kong fucking box.
4: That show has no business being as good as it
3: is. It uh, it uh, it lived on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken, right?
4: Yeah, it was on YouTube Red, and then uh, Netflix picked it up, because that, that's a thing that Netflix does. Yeah. It, Saves shows and decides to kill them at a later date.
0: Yeah,
4: it's like a rescue shelter. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, I, I never watched it on YouTube Red, but then when they released season one and two, I was like, yeah, whatever. I, I Karate Kid's cool, I guess. I'll check it out. And oh. I just got completely sucked into it. I was like, wow, this show really should not be this good. Yeah, <laughs> it
3: swept. It swept your leg. <laughs> swept your it leg. Did. right?
4: It did. Johnny Lawrence fucking threw the elbow to the back of my knee. I was done. Yeah,
3: that's it. It's a lot of it's a lot of watching. A lot of watching. I yeah. hope you guys have been listening to uh on our break some of our past episodes, right? That's what we're hoping as well. If you guys have Absolutely. Time, time to catch up on that. Yes. Um but there's also been uh some things going on besides craziness in the world is uh we gotta get the nuts. Uh, I know that this was a story that broke while we were on vacation but uh what the fuck is going on with these aggressive squirrels terrorizing and attacking people for weeks it says for weeks the headline
1: yeah that's pretty crazy
3: that's crazy this broke
1: back, um i mean they're just super aggressive squirrels i don't know they're I'm, terrorizing people
3: i that's mean and i mean
2: on all fairness it is new york city
1: new york city
4: get a rope
3: this is the same city that rats were eating car engines in, like, um, two weeks before this broke. So, like, the animal kingdom is, I mean, taking, you know what? <laughs> is taking it back.
1: We are, I mean, anyone that thought that 2021 was going to be a better year, we're just fucking firing it all out with a fucking bang. Listen, I gotta like, say we're- Listen, we are not we're we're a fucking a little over a week in here and it has already been just fucking off the walls, fucking chaos. Yeah. I uh like,
3: it's
1: trying to top itself some fucking how.
3: I upped my membership, did the seven day free trial and then we're I said yeah. Cancel. I'm I'm yeah, not, we
1: don't,
3: I'm not canceling we don't, this. We're we're not
1: impressed. We're uh, not impressed.
3: But yeah, so There's, like, video. I'm not going to play too much of it, but it looks like home video.
1: They shed some blood. Like, this isn't like a chihuahua, like, nipping your ankle. This is fucking.
3: So, it says here, uh, someone's, and I quote, uh, we can't see Ryan tonight, everybody, but we're doing air quotes. It says here, we're wrestling in the snow, and there's blood everywhere, and my finger's getting chewed on, and it won't let go, Frederick said. Eventually, it just stopped, and there I was, a big bloody mess.
4: Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're talking about something with rodental incisors, right? Yeah. The the those motherfuckers have like two inch teeth. Like, yeah. I would not want to get bit by a fucking squirrel. Hell no.
3: You ever hear you ever hear like when they're uh, like screaming in the trees? How how it sounds? It sounds like a demon.
4: Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Those like... are fucking hardcore.
3: Yeah, so, um, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but I guess uh, someone told them, like, they're weak right now. This is the time to strike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, look at them. They got that, or they're like, who the fuck is that guy walking around <laughs> with a mask on? And it was like, I was right. like, I don't like that guy. I really well, think
4: that now, actually has something to do with
2: it. I know through doing my job, having to show up at people's houses with a mask on, there's a lot of dogs going ape shit right now, so...
3: Maybe the maybe the squirrels are just next in line. Yeah, dude, imagine that, dude. Like, a I I mean, uh, there's a there's a squirrel, uh, uh Green Lantern, and uh, that thing is pretty fucking aggressive. So
4: there's a squirrel, Deadpool, dude. Yeah, there's
3: a, uh, I mean, ro- Rocket Raccoon, dude. Imagine that shit. <laughs> what the fuck? If so the
4: raccoons revolt were fucked.
3: Yeah, no <laughs> legit because no, and you're right because. Uh, a couple weeks ago maybe probably like a month ago now i was out i was out back and i heard like some rustling rustling around and then i seen this fucking, this thing it was like humongous it looked like a like a like a uh, blue healer like you know those dogs yeah. um but it had man hands <laughs> and uh i was like i did the caesar the caesar milan thing you know from the Hey. yeah
0: yeah yeah Yeah!
3: nah it walked right up my steps dude and oh, like i shit. ran inside i threw up the blinds and it was like trying to like get at my doorknob and i was like oh my god if it was
1: if it was like a foot phone. taller
3: fucking here's rocky <laughs> just wandering
1: around the neighborhood
3: yeah i don't know i was scared Did though.
1: have like, a, a collar or anything
3: no it was a raccoon
1: Raccoon.
3: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the size of a like a dog. I
1: thought you said it was a dog. It no. was a raccoon the size of a dog. Yeah, yeah. And was trying to get up in your shit
3: with man hands.
1: Are you food out with no. man hands? No, you're not leaving food out. No,
3: I know I'm. Sure a, I know I know I'm a Are whole you? snack. But no, it wasn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're hungry. It's cold. I think I think a
4: lot of it too is because of the pandemic. There's a lot less people on the streets. Yeah, they're getting. I think any animal is going to get bolder if they feel like there's less of a threat
1: around them.
3: Yeah, this is my shit.
1: Yeah, they're like, oh, I like this. These
3: are my acorns, motherfucker.
1: Get the fuck out.
3: Nah, so so I guess uh, if you're taking a stroll down to the bodega, uh, just keep a, a keen eye. Because I, I believe, I mean, they're running up people's legs, but like they're jumping off trees onto people's backs. So this is legit like one of those, you know, fucking uh, Christmas vacation fucking movies with
0: fucking Swirls squirrels. Now. Yeah,
3: fuck that. So, all right. So I guess watch out for that. Old man face. This one, uh, I was looking through uh, Dread Central here um, and it stuck out to me because. Because it's not a horror movie? I don't know, but uh, it's the old man's face that got to me. Are you looking at it?
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah I, yeah, I watched the trailer for it.
3: Award-winning thriller. Happy face.
2: I, the article doesn't really paint uh, an even picture of it because from the trailer, I'm gathering it's a heartwarming story. Oh, wow about overcoming your disfigurement to feel normal. Okay. It's the story of a kid who has a cancer-stricken mother and to try to reconnect with her. He wears a disguise to her disfigure her disfigured faces support therapy group. Mm-hmm. And then strikes a deal with all of them that he's going to teach them how to feel more confident and good about themselves by using their uh their disfigurement as a weapon on uh Like a visual assault to uh, a beauty-obsessed public. Yeah. But he basically does the uh, does the old-school pig face with the scotch tape. Yeah. And then goes to the support group like that and makes friends with everybody. But uh,
3: looks pretty cool. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm gonna go with most. A lot of this is not effects.
3: So. You think these are actual disfigured people that they dolled up? Some of them.
2: Some of them definitely have to be. Okay. Kind of like in the same vein that like somebody with an amputation would play like a legless zombie. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. So maybe not to the degree it is in the film, but at least. Interesting. Enough to to give them a canvas to work with,
0: if you will. Yeah. Okay.
3: So I mean, do you think this is a thing of like they're just not showing you the possible uh, attack? on the beauty culture in this uh, trailer?
0: Because it says, it, it says
3: it's, it's an award-winning thriller, so doesn't mean, That's like,
1: where, that's it where... It on some stuff, I think. I just watched it. Yeah, it hints at some stuff, but, I
2: mean, the story's pure as heart, or pure of heart. I'll give it that, but, I mean, it can always... You know, From Dusk Till Dawn was not a vampire movie till you went and saw it and found out it was a
4: vampire yeah. movie, so... Correct.
2: So, sorry, spoiler alert. Hey, what the hell, man? Not all twisting titties.
4: I was holding out for the 35th anniversary, Ryan. Damn it. <laughs> my,
2: my bad. Sorry.
0: Richie, would you do me a favor and eat my pussy for me? Please.
2: True. It does look like a good watch.
3: Yeah. I think it might be a little funky. A little,
4: you know. I... I definitely feel like there's a twist coming with this, and I yeah. feel like they really the the trailer it, it's really like it, it's giving off that heartwarming vibe, like that mm-hmm. that bad news bears. Everybody walks out of this happy thing, but I feel like they're setting up a huge sucker punch.
2: And then it's gonna be cannibals.
4: <laughs> maybe, maybe. Or somebody said, or they
2: start cutting faces off beautiful people. Hey, there you go.
4: I had a script
2: that,
1: Ooh. Did that.
3: makes sense. The Violent Femmes uh have music featured in this. Remember them?
1: I yeah. do remember them. Baby go wild
4: uh, Lock Up, uh, Mr. The Sun. They have so many better songs than that one. Wasn't that the <laughs> there wasn't was...
2: that the same group that did that uh, uh was that Vaseline song?
4: No idea. That's Stone Temple Pilots. No,
2: not Vaseline by Stone Temple Pilots. The song about uh uh how she doesn't like she don't like honey. She don't like jelly, she likes Vaseline.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. okay.
2: Pretty sure that was an old one of their songs before they were
4: huge. Yeah. No, it is. It is. You're right. Yes,
3: sir. I thought you were going to start singing on popular. <laughs> my mom says I'm a cat.
2: That's 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 not a surf. Oh. All right. My my 90s MTV knowledge of one-hit wonders is yeah. sad and pathetic. <laughs> I'm
4: a and extensive. Catch. Extensive. Don't forget
2: about, hey, don't Whoa. make me sing your sunshine like Len,
4: alright? Oh, God.
3: Please don't. I'll do that. Alright, so Old Man Face, go watch that. Wait, that's not what it's called. It's called
4: Happy
0: Face. Old
1: Man Face!
3: Happy Face. Go see Gingivitis in theaters. Go see him. <laughs> yeah, so, alright. Alright, we'll move, move it on. Uh, alright, so this one here, um gold injecting vampires hunt the apocalyptic wasteland in quartz vein uh this looks very uh stylized um uh kind of b-movie type fucking shit as
4: long as it's not veronica i'm happy first take a big step back and literally fuck your own face
3: power man 5000 running around
4: i think it's naruto dude it
3: looks like naruto all right, so since, uh, let's give them a little background on this. So it says, a prospector in the year 2047 helps rescue a girl enslaved by a wicked mutant race of gold-injecting vampires. Uh, so a prospector in
1: 2047.
3: Yeah, prospector. prospector. Yeah, what, what did thing. I say? That's a say? thing. Yeah, that's what...
1: No, but oh. a prospector.
3: Uh, so Quartz Vein was written by Jared Masters with additional material by Randy Masters. Uh, no relation i'm assuming the film also features a tough and gruff james f gregory as lippy mcgee an old-time gold miner who doesn't aim to please wait really yeah now, McGee? someone Lippie. wrote that
4: Lippie.
2: yeah yeah, yeah this said this says this is jared masters 15th feature film
4: well if i was shooting in my backyard well, yeah, Which I mean, mine well,
0: too. well, this Duke is lost
1: this is... 40 pounds for the role and underwent months of special tie strength training to handle the many action packed scenes mm-hmm. that this fascinating original story called for. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: it says uh, it's overflowing with many colorful characters and practical special effects. From from the trailer, uh, it is at face value. It says. B-movie mayhem, and I feel like that's what we watched, right?
1: Yeah, no, totally.
3: So going in, this is a very niche. What do you say? James, as a filmmaker, and Ryan, Ryan said that he felt like people were sneaking around just like with no permits.
4: Okay, so the exteriors were definitely chosen... Not for their aesthetics or their visuals. Mm-hmm. They were chosen because they were cheap. That's that's that that that's what it came off to me. Yeah. Um And generally, when you set out with the the goal of making a B movie,
0: mm-hmm.
4: you already fucked up.
3: <sighs> <laughs> okay.
4: I'll just. Uh, No, uh, wait, no. We've we've gotten into this on Culture Shock a couple of times with Mm -hmm. uh, the Boombastic guys. But it's true. You should always set out to try and make an Mm A-movie. And if you fall short of that A-movie, okay, fine. Mm -hmm. But you should never, ever, ever go out and try to make something like that just because you don't think you could do something better. And that kind of bothers me. Um, from watching this trailer initially, like I don't, I'm not gonna shit on anybody's art, and especially if I haven't right. seen the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in its entirety, like we could be looking at something that has is a total Kung Fury situation where they right. they nail every beat that they're going for, and it's actually fucking awesome. Yeah, but this is
3: what I'm hoping for.
4: Which, yeah, no, I mean, like, like fingers mm. crossed, but. If I were cutting a trailer for it, I definitely would have gone a different way because all that sold to me, as as someone who has spent some time behind a lens, it just really didn't the 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 the, the location choices, the the sets mm-hmm. and stuff. It really like left like the like especially the interiors, like the yeah. black on the black on the black. Like that's bad. For yeah. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. Like that's like you should you should have more color in there so your light has more to play with. Like. Like, there's just some really, like, rudimentary things in the trailer that make me go, well, maybe they didn't really know what they were
3: doing. Okay.
4: Again, it's just me spitballing, like, right off the top of my head. I could be totally wrong. This movie could be fucking awesome.
3: Well, what about this tagline, though? Sustained by blood, immortalized by gold.
4: I don't get the (laughs) gold-injecting thing.
2: Yeah. uh, Prospector. It just—I hear that tagline
4: in like gold members' voice from Austin Powers, <laughs> and I have a bit of a personal stake in when you, when you throw the word vampire
0: mm-hmm.
4: into into your into your film setup. I immediately my ears perk up because I've made a vampire. Yeah, yeah. So I'm already I already am sitting there going, "Uh-oh," or or I get excited about it. Like, not that I'm trying to compare my films to other people. That's not yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah.
0: No, it's I just when, you,
4: when you've dabbled in the genre, it immediately makes you kind of have this hyper-vigilance
0: mm-hmm.
4: where you're like, what are you doing with vampires? <laughs> you know?
3: They spin they're go- making they- them
4: gold injecting. Yeah, they're uh, sp- apparently.
3: spinning gold teeth, bro. They're making grills.
4: I- I'm just going to throw <laughs> it out there. The Rizzo from the Wu-Tang Clan is, like, light years ahead of him- them. He had gold vampire fangs back in, like, 1993.
3: He sure did. He <laughs> sure did. Is this available now, does it say? Uh
4: i didn't see it i didn't even see a release
3: date okay so it says it's in the can and they're just giving us a first look uh post-production nice. it says aiming for a summer 2021 release so there you go quartz vein uh he definitely has power man five thousand fucking hair in this so for
1: sure i'll
3: give him Telling that you. i'll give yep. him that i'll give him that so look out for that <laughs> Uh, another thing that I know a lot of people are looking out for, uh, some people, it's it's kind of like lukewarm in some areas, uh, you know, kind of like colds, you know, when you're playing that, that old game when you were a kid, like hot, 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 you know, but uh, I remember Halloween. Uh, yeah. Michael Myers, Mikey, Mike Myers, speaking of gold member.
2: Oh, I don't know. I don't know who this is sitting lukewarm with because I am very much looking forward to Halloween Kills. Are you? Uh, oh, God, yeah. I thought the, uh, first of all, David Gordon Green and Danny McBride are welcome in my eyes for writing horror movies. Because I feel, I thought they, I'm a, I've am been, I have not been quiet about how good of a job I thought they did on hmm. the last Halloween movie.
3: I'm surprised. I know you thought it was good, but I didn't know you were like.
0: Oh, yes, daddy.
2: Compared to the the rest of the series Mm. after the original part two, it destroyed. I think that they had, I mean, again, it's starting with Michael Myers is your base. So it's really not that difficult to come up with a premise, but it's difficult to come up with a premise that makes it feel fresh. So
3: for this one, let's inject them with gold. (laughs) <laughs>
2: um, but the promise of twice the thrills and 10 times the kills makes me very happy. I re I really enjoyed the one, uh, the last one that they did. And I love the fact that they tapped him to do the final two
0: yeah. in the series.
2: Um, I mean, my only hang up was cleared up by the fact that they're doing a sequel was the way mm. that they ended. Right. And the last one with him being trapped in the cage and the fire going, but uh survived. but I mean,
1: but I mean yeah, survives. I was gonna say it's that's not unrealistic for you know. Yeah, but, but
3: they, so are, they, so are they are they gonna revisit the uh, supernatural aspect?
2: I don't. Huh. Mean, I don't think they're gonna because they mean, got, I mean, they I mean, erased they erased everything. I mean, they never showed him die.
3: Yeah, but but I feel like a human being, regular, even I, I, yeah. as crazy as you might be, I think you would like get engulfed in flames and like have horrific you know, burns. But to the bone. maybe
1: he had new flame retardant. You know what? I'm, I'm <laughs> like say... we don't know what his fucking shit was made of. I and mean, you can't,
3: Mandy, I'm you can't say that word. You can't. It's 2021. I,
1: <laughs> I flame retardant. You can't say flames.
3: You can't say flames. Uh, oh,
1: <laughs> I am. Oh.
2: Sorry. I am I'm excited to see what they come up with for an explanation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean yeah, this dude, no, they've, no, shown, no, absolutely. they've shown him they've shown him survive in other films without a supernatural aspect. Yet. Yeah, but that's right. other found films a, found a way to crawl out right. and stuff like that. I mean, we never actually saw him on fire either. Right. but I, a lot of people's hang-ups with the new one I liked. I I mean, yeah, he was Laurie Strode's brother. But I like the fact that they got rid of that because it turned into a, he's just coming after the one that got away kind of thing. And I thought that that was just like that was the pro that was just sick enough for me that it made the character that much darker and harsher to me. But it also didn't go overboard like Rob Zombie did. Yeah. With his films like it what? took out it took out that that whole family is forever shit that they did the whole rest of the series that with him chasing after his niece and everything they got rid of that and just made it like he was like nah fuck that bitch i'm getting her yeah i'll wait as long as it takes to get her because she's the reason i'm in here like it gives him a little bit more brain in his head than they gave him in the original series so makes
1: sense yeah
3: well it says crispy go ahead mandy
1: no, I was just going to say, I'm just excited to see another Halloween movie in general.
3: Yeah, like, that's
1: true. It's always a good time. Yeah. Why the fuck not?
3: Yeah. Uh, so it says, crispy, bloody, and battle-damaged from his fight with Laurie in the previous film. Michael is sure to be angrier than ever in 2021 in Halloween Hulk. <laughs>
0: um,
2: you know what? I'm kind of thinking that this is going to be... One of those, like they did with the original first two, where this is going to be one sequence of days in a row. Yeah, like maybe he's going to be fucked up and blood yeah. and and hurt and shit, and he's still like, nah, fuck this bitch. Like but, you're yeah. not getting away.
3: Yeah, from the still that they have at the top of the stair here with the blue, uh, his hand looks charred up a little bit, and that side of the suit yeah. actually, yeah, actually looks like it's is, has taken some wear. But uh, it says oh. that this is going to get right to the fucking action. It's very aggressive. Nice. More efficient. Uh, he's going to knock that pumpkin pie right off the top of that butt and get right to the fucking beehole. <laughs> Seriously, though.
0: <laughs> so. um,
2: I, love dumb the, shit. I love the fact that they brought back Charles Cyphers as yep. Sheriff Brackett. Yep. Um, but I also love the fact that they brought back Tommy Doyle. With Anthony Michael Hall, a little trailer that they put out before that had him in it. They didn't explain who he was in the trailer. They just showed him with a baseball bat over his shoulder, yeah, swinging it at somebody. So, and he's he's getting kind of old and crazy looking too. Yes, but I'm kind of excited to just see what they. I mean, they're bringing back characters from the original, the original, original story this time. So.
3: October fifteenth, just in time for Halloween. Halloween kills.
2: What do you What do you think, James?
4: Um, I was a huge fan of Halloween twenty eighteen. Uh, I really didn't see some of the hate that it was getting. It just, I just feel like it was people too hung up on us uh, their their favorite storyline. Because let's be honest, Halloween's kind of the choose your own adventure yeah. of horror. Yeah. There's like five, what eight. Ten storylines at this point. I don't know. He's...
2: Well, I mean, at one point he became controlled by a cult.
4: Yeah, there's that. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, short of him like fucking being powered by aliens and Satan, you have done it all already. There you go. And I, I feel like Ryan hit a really important part. Well, when you ask about the supernatural aspect, yeah, they should leave that the fuck out. Like, yeah. it's the realism of halloween that made halloween work
3: yeah and that's what i'm saying like that's why i I asked like do you think they're gonna revisit that because if if they wanted to cement this in real life he's gotta whatever take cover in that basement let it fucking smolder down if he's fucked but just his rage is what's fucking keeping him going i guess you know
4: that's i i I think it's gonna be a lot more simpler than that angel I, i think it's just you see in the first trailer, they're driving away. The fire trucks and the cops are already on their way. And they're screaming, yeah. no, no, don't. Even... Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Let
3: if it
1: the burn.
4: Fire... Let it burn. Let it burn. Fires move. Right. Fires go up. Fires yeah. do not go down. Correct. If Michael right. hugs the floor, he... that's what, what is it? What do you hear? What do we hear in school?
0: Stop, and school. And roll, Stop bitch.
4: drop, and roll, Stop, drop, and roll. Boom. Yeah. The fire goes up. He don't. It's that simple. Like they don't I, need to they don't need th- the the cult of thorn to explain this shit, you know
2: what I'm saying? I really I really hope that these are going to go the
4: angle of that it's
2: just the two of them going until they both collapse. Like that yeah. would just be like I don't know why that would be so awesome to me that if they just die if they just died in each other's arms with like a butcher knife
4: in each of them. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like
4: you fuck you. You That's son a of a bitch. Well, Ryan, um, I mean, if you really look at it, as obsessed with my, as Michael is with Laurie, Laurie is now just as obsessed with Michael. Correct.
2: Exactly. Maybe, maybe this is an opportunity for. I mean, I'd be scared of any like real flip in the in the narrative of it. But what if it got to the point where they flipped it and now Laurie starts coming out as a bad guy? Like her obsession is so much that she's in da- like she's gonna be, because in- you thought she was endangering everybody in 2018. You thought she was putting her daughter in danger mm-hmm. and all that shit. And then they hit you with mm-hmm. that. The daughter's like tricked you. Like it was all like I love that in that one too, where they right it. And oh, yeah, it was yeah. the daughter was in on it the whole time. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and she lines up her shot and boom. But I really am. I'm excited to see what they, cause it's enough that they got people investing money in it. And especially with like the pandemic and everything, it seems like they might be a little bit more choosy with where they're going to dump their money in the hopes to make it back. Or they could fuck it up completely and just throw money at it until it looks like a passable sum that could happen too. I will say that Danny McBride strikes me as somebody with a little bit more integrity than to let something he's doing be Put to death like that.
4: Um, Danny McBride and David Gordon Green are horror fans. They didn't. This is a passion project
3: for them. Correct.
4: That's why I have a lot of faith in it. Because this is a passion project. For them. This isn't just them trying to punch a clock and get a paycheck. This is something that they sought out. They had to talk John Carpenter into this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think that they're... I, I think there's a lot of care going into these movies. I don't I don't think any time at any point this is going to be something that they're trying to do like that.
2: I'm honestly just happy that they kept it going because they could have killed
4: it all together with the with
2: the with uh, the loss in funds and funding for. uh, This is definitely a movie that could hit its numbers on on demand. 100 percent. That's my firm belief.
3: You don't think they need to go to the theater?
2: This is going to be one of those opportunities to prove that you can make your money on on demand. Mm hmm. To me I mean everything they put out now is an opportunity for them to prove that,
4: yeah whether what however you may feel about it
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah Halloween it's that like we said, it's probably gonna take place like uh right immediately after the fire gets put out, and that's why he's still drippy looking and bloody, so uh and then uh the third one, what's the third one called uh Halloween ends, right
4: yep, Halloween ends,
3: yeah, so maybe like Ryan said, they'll skewer skewer each other.
0: You know, like it's,
2: a... I'm, I'm kind of hoping that it's going to be like a complete just end. Like there's no coming back. Yeah, this is the, like maybe, the, like maybe, it's a double entendre.
3: Maybe a, a decapitation of some sorts.
2: As yeah, long they already, as they, long as, as, as long as they don't fucking make it a switch with a paramedic, <laughs> I'm cool with that.
3: I'm Mikey Myers now.
2: <laughs> no, that was the That Halloween resurrection was such a. They made some shitty movies, but holy shit, was that
3: bad? Oh no, it was delicious. It was good. It was a great movie. When it's you terrible.
2: kill, when you when you kill Laurie Strode in the first five <laughs> minutes of the movie, like there's no. And then they go, oh look, but we have the kid from Rookie of the Year in this. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. That is done. It's,
3: it's good. With his with his fucking fastball,
2: he's coming for some funky butt loving.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah, I, yeah, uh, October fifteenth. Uh, Mike Myers comes for some funky butt-loving. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, baby. Moving on. Uh, Barb and the Cramps. Uh, Barbara Crampton. She likes her. H.P. Lovecraft, I'll tell you that. She was in 1985's Reanimator. And then From Beyond. You know? So uh, she's in a new uh, inspired uh, Lovecraftian vibe film uh, called Sacrifice.
1: This place was unexpected.
0: The house was in the well and I'm next of kin,
1: so... It sat empty for 25 years.
4: I am Lensman Renata Nicor, local sheriff. Why don't you come
1: to my house for supper tonight and I can fill you in on... Family history. That is a striking piece of art.
4: In so a local myth. Iceland has its elves, Ireland has leprechauns, the rest of Norway
1: has its trolls, and we have this lovely fellow. And what does the writing say? We just call him the slumbering one.
0: I'm sorry.
3: Uh, I didn't realize there was anybody out there.
1: Isa! Why would we leave this place? I am pregnant, okay? I need to go. Almighty oh, slumbering one,
0: I call to thee. Take my blood, my flesh, my body, my soul.
3: The new film stars Sophie Stevens and Ludovic Hughes uh, as Emma and Isaac, uh, an American couple who traveled to the remote Norwegian village of Isaac's birth to claim an unexpected inheritance. Uh, Crampton portrays the local police officer. So what did you guys think of this trailer?
2: Looks pretty awesome. It looks extremely promising.
1: Yeah.
4: I, I con- i'm a sucker for lovecraft so i'm I'm a little biased yeah i, con-
3: I concur
1: it was definitely lovecraftian
3: I, I saw the uh the white robes so there's a little bit of the the uh the sea love cult
4: it felt to me like it was like a, a scandinavian take on mm-hmm. shadow over Rensmith. could mm-hmm. uh, be which could be really interesting my genealogy is mostly Scandinavian, so I have a little bit of a a, a, a love boner for that too. So.
3: Love boner, a love crafty and love boner, basically. Oh, love, yes. love. Uh So it says uh, it's uh, inspired by Paul Kane's short story, "Men of the Cloth." Uh, looked that up, but uh, yeah, I mean, visually it looks pretty good. Looks uh, like Rai said it looks promising. Uh, I'm digging the whole. The whole vibe of the slumbering, the slumbering one, uh, mm-hmm. they're talking about, and uh, they're even little little Cthulhu fucking figurines, yeah, little little 3D prints.
4: Yeah, I mean it. It, it you know, I mean it's obviously there's some throughways there, like you know, in 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 Lovecraftian lore, he's called the Dreamer, but you know, the slumbering one, the Dreamer. So that's that's interesting. I just I want to I want to I want to know if we see some Cthulhu
3: in this movie. Well, yeah. we'll see, we'll see. I know there's some tentacles. Uh, did you guys catch the uh, the, the the nod to uh, some Nightmare on Elm Street there? At Bath yeah, Bathroom? I
1: saw that. Yep.
3: yep. With the yeah. tentacle fucking... Yeah. Um. So, it says Sacrifice will premiere in select theaters February fifth. And on-demand February 9th, Uh, the film will be released on blue, uh, February 23rd.
1: Coming up.
3: So if you want to watch the trailer, look it up on entertainmentweekly.com. Big news. Big news. news. That's, wow. Yeah. That's fancy.
1: Isn't it, right? Entertainment. Oh, my goodness.
3: Yeah. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to Sacrifice. Uh, Our buddies uh, at Marketing Macabre sent this over. So it says here, some indie horror. uh, Capture, kill, release. uh, Now on digital and VOD. It's from directors Nick McNulty uh, and Brian Allen Stewart. um, Capture, kill, release. uh, Now on VOD, on demand. iTunes, Google, and on Tubi. uh, And it comes from, uh, by way of Midnight Releasing. Uh, stars are uh, Jennifer Fraser, Farhan Gajar, Jonathan Gates, Rich Piatkowski, and Christina Schimmel. Uh, the film centers on a couple plotting to murder a random stranger just for the thrill of it, uh, but things turn ugly when one of them decides not to go through with it. So, uh, this also has a trailer. Uh, let's play that so we can uh, give our little two cents—two cents two on it.
4: Two cents.
3: So found footage, film, right?
4: It looks it, doesn't it? It, it's it does. A, it, it has a found footage feel.
3: Yeah, it does. Uh, I'm wondering if it's gonna be That's one of these. The vibe yeah, if it's gonna be one of these things that like flip flops a little bit, um, where they're little overhead shot them at the diner planning out the kills, and then when they're documenting their thing, and it flips over to uh, found footage style, you know. All right. Uh, I do have, I do have one comment. Uh, with that dollar store hammer, you're not killing anybody. Yeah. So uh, that's.
1: Well, I mean, her. it's
2: the first time they've ever killed somebody, so they don't know. I need you... Yeah, but
1: she, she said well, she knew what she was doing.
3: Yeah, she said she knew how to work uh, the wood on that on that axe. So.
4: Exactly. She did. She did.
3: But it seems it seems like she's the uh, she's the crazy one, right? Because the dude seems to have a meltdown On this trailer, like oh, I can't do it. And then she's like, "You better you better fucking untuck that dick and fucking kill this dude with me. You're on camera, bro. Um, yeah, yeah.
4: You, so. bet, you better get on the horse, Buffalo Bill, because we got some shit to do. Yeah. yeah, that's what I that's what I got out of
3: it. Yeah. So um, let's see here. So I said uh, two B. All that stuff. The posters, the poster's kind of cool. I like that. The little bloody uh, bite, bottom lip bite. Let me think here. What's yeah. that? You don't like that? It looks like a no, know, like a, Like a couple's picture, you know, like a like a shared. I mean, it's fa- not
1: my favorite thing, but it's like not a, terrible.
3: It looks like a, a shared <laughs> Facebook profile picture. But
1: yeah, it really does.
3: Like the- <laughs> this is I, my this is my band.
4: I mean like it looks like the worst it looks like the most the most abusive of relationships. Yes it does. From um, from that from that poster.
3: Yeah, so capture, kill, release.
1: I mean it is a romantic bloodbath. So it is, it is. Oh that's good. We yeah.
3: have to yeah. So uh but yeah, so that's available right now on digital VOD. Um nice. so go check that out Sweet. for midnight releasing. All right, so we were talking about Halloween earlier um you know I that stuff uh and you know that John Carpenter he likes to he likes to meet moo he likes to meet moo on the music uh oh yeah but uh a live oh, after does death he. yeah i mean he's had concerts right him and whatever hair yeah. he's got Oh left, yeah. right
4: i've seen him in concert
3: how was that hair though
1: jealous
4: it was, <laughs> amazing all right
1: yeah
4: uh, everything about john carpenter is
1: amazing yeah i know He's got
3: like the, it looks like the softest white hair. Like,
1: (laughs) it just like glows. It's just kind of, you know.
3: But, uh, so Alive After Death, a brand new John Carpenter track comes alive with an official music video. So it says here ahead of the February 5th release of his album, Lost Themes Part 3. Nice. Alive After Death, John Carpenter. Uh, it's uh, the title track off the new album, so he put that out. Uh, says it's a brooding, suspenseful embodiment of the exhilarating, spine-chilling, storytelling aesthetics that have established Carpenter as an iconic legend of both music and film. Is accompanied by an animated video By a legendary illustrator Boneface If you're not familiar Definitely check out the dude's works He's fucking sick He has a the Joker taking off a mask With a Superman shirt With a jean uh, uh, Leather jacket Fucking dope. Yeah And uh, Iron Man Bloody face But anyway So it's a bold collaboration Between two Truly unmistakably Unique creative minds That fully fleshes out Unsettling World hinted at In the visualizer of the demonic disco of the previous single the dead walk so you can pre-order it now so but uh what would you guys think of the
4: single there oh yeah i thought it was fucking dope
1: definitely it's def- definitely
4: carpenter he has a very unique and unmistakable style yeah um to, to what he per- creates and it's it's interesting to listen to him do like something purely well mostly purely synth until the lead yeah, they have- guitar comes right. in about halfway through yeah that sounds so much like so many shows are aping now yeah like you listen to Carpenter's work you go oh that's where Stranger Things got that idea it, I mean it's no Coupe de Ville's with, with the ch- Big Trouble in Little China theme but well, it, it's good
3: <laughs> so uh, it says here it's the soundtrack for the movies in your mind and also uh says uh carpenter's renaissance as a musician has been his collaboration with Cody Carpenter and Daniel Davies check it out right pre order it
4: yep i'll be so, buying it below i have the i have the first oh, yeah. thing, so why why stop
3: <laughs> oh it's only $21 pre order on the vinyl mhm look at that sacredbonesrecords.com Go look it up there if you're into yeah. the if you're into the meet moo bappy fucking john carpenter shit which I think a lot of people are. A lot of people are.
1: Yes. A lot of people are.
3: A lot of people are also into the, uh, Clancy Brown. You know him. Yeah. Pet yes. Cemetery Two. Uh, he was. Brown. He was a Highlander bad guy.
4: He was the fucking Kurgan. You goddamn, <laughs> right he was.
3: Uh, he was also <laughs> in the Hatch on Lost. Remember that? Yes. That show. Uh, and he's also Mr. Krabs, if I'm not mistaken.
4: Welcome to the apocalypse, Mr. Squidward. I hope you like leather.
0: Yes, Yes. he is.
3: So, I mean, fuck, he's everywhere. Now uh, he's going to be on the revival of Dexter. Uh, He's playing the main bad guy. So uh, I think he has a a good chance that do you think he knocks John Lithgow out of the water?
1: I don't know about that.
0: (laughs)
3: So, Oof. but uh, I mean, we'll
1: have to see.
3: I mean, Clancy Brown uh, recently has—you probably seen him in uh, uh, the Mortuary Collection. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard some rumblings that that was actually pretty good. It's like an anthology type deal, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what yep. it is? Yes. Um, but yeah, so Dexter—we're uh, saying a ten-episode revival series uh, with Michael C. Hall. Reports that Clancy Brown—he's going to star as Kurt Caldwell. <laughs> Uh, described as the unofficial mayor of the small town of iron lake uh he's realized the american dream by going from driving big rigs just like his father did to now owning several trucks in the local truck stop powerful generous loved by everyone he's a true man of the people if he's got your back consider yourself blessed but should you cross kurt or hurt anyone that he cares for
4: god help you Uh
3: kind of a small town You know, you don't belong around here kind of thing.
4: Also, I feel echoes of the Trinity Killer, right? Because Mm -hmm. there's there's duality to that. Yeah. Right. Like he's this good guy on the surface, then you see whatever they have planned for him when he when he's not so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um so they gotta be real careful with that because they don't I mean, Dexter already ended on a note that people really weren't happy about.
3: Yeah. He Charles Mansoned it. He just poofed. He just poofed, be gone. He poofed, be
2: gone. But they also tried. They tried to wrap it up really,
3: really quick.
1: Yeah. But it was fucking weird, like the <laughs> shit he did. I don't know. It was just fucking weird. So i uh, th- uh, uh, well,
3: Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, I was
2: gonna say I'm just interested in seeing how they're gonna do the whole. Uh, what's that? Uh, what's her name? The sister coming back. Yeah. Um, She's just gonna be falling around
3: behind him, fucking you know what so you know what you did with me, goddammit, so it Dexter,, uh, but yeah, so it says a set ten years after Dexter Morgan went missing in the eye of the hurricane, uh, the revival sees the character now living under an assumed name in a world away from Miami. Let's see Clancy brown button, button heads with the uh, a new guy in town in Iron Lake. hey. You know so, fall 2021. Hey, who's playing? I don't want to wait.
1: Brian, no. is that you?
3: You don't hear that? No. And speaking of Dexter and the revival, if you want to be on the show, come on down to Massachusetts and uh, stand in line off of 495 and don't get ran over by a fucking semi truck uh, between, because uh, they're going to be shooting in certain different cities of massachusetts right i believe worcester is one of them uh what's the other one uh sterling i believe uh lancaster and uh gardner so i've been to sterling one time to get my license and i almost killed the state trooper uh (laughs) and that's how come i didn't get my license the first time but we got it the second time (laughs) So, uh, what do you guys think of that? You guys going down there, get your cameo on. Maybe. Maybe Clancy Brown can hold your face to a fucking.
2: That would be one of those celebrities that I would be too intimidated to meet.
3: What Clancy really? Brown?
2: Really? Clancy Brown. I feel like it's 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 he's yeah. ingra- he's ingrained he's ingrained in my head.
3: As what? As just
2: as just fucking hard ass fucking
4: maniacs.
2: The fucking, I would just be like, I'm a fat guy, and I saw what you did to that fat guy in fucking Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. yeah oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Oh, I forgot
3: that. Yeah, Shawshank.
2: And fucking, and uh, also what he did to that fat kid in Pet Sematary. Yeah, that's what
3: I was saying. Go down there and have him hold your face uh, uh, on that uh, that the motorbike no, there.
2: No, that just was the talking. kid for that was that was Jared Rushton from Honey I Shrunk the Kids.
4: Yes, it was.
3: What that that, that fucking the, the fat rat tail rat tail fuck
2: yeah. Um, the fat kid he made him crash him and his mom crash into that potato truck. Yeah, and
3: that's yeah. It, it was mashed. It was mashed potatoes for them. That was such a bad movie, but I love it. What Pet Cemetery Two? Oh, uh, yeah. oh, I
2: love it's that. Movie. Bad on so many levels, but it's fucking
1: yeah. Great. I'll watch that shit if it's so, on.
3: I believe. Uh, that some other movies have been uh, shot around here. It's not where Massachusetts. It's not, you know, it's not a virgin to, uh, nope. you know, getting, uh, getting, fucked on, getting fucked on film. So,
2: I think I told yeah. you that, Angel? I thought I saw. I thought I was able to see Mel Gibson in Northampton. Yeah, for, uh, when yeah. they shot Edge of Dark. You couldn't. Uh, no, he had an entourage around him. Yeah,
3: but was, I'm pretty sure it was him. Was that before Sugar Tits or like right after? Like right. After that movie, he was start flipping out, right? Uh, Edge of Darkness.
4: Yeah. No, that came out long after.
2: Yeah, oh. that was that was in his like the world of people weren't paying much attention to him anymore. Uh, right. but, but he actually did put out some quality films.
3: Edge of Darkness in was
2: that, dope. Dude, the fucking Beaver was dope. All right.
3: <laughs> oh just man, Mel
2: Gibson with a, with a puppet, just great. Yeah. And not even for
3: comedy. (laughs) Uh, So, James, uh, I believe something was filmed in your area recently, no?
4: Uh, A few things were. Some piece of shit uh, for Netflix with DiCaprio and some other people. I didn't really pay too much attention to the names or whatever. They were on the... uh,
3: Pretty sure it was a whole list of A-list actors. Yeah, it was. Uh, You want me to read them off to you? It's Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. uh, Leo DiCaprio. Sure. Uh maybe kind of skinny fat Jonah Hill. Yeah. And uh oh, yeah. and Miss uh, Miss Miss Hollywood Merrill Street.
4: That yeah. was the cast and it was for some I don't know, they were warning about an asteroid hitting the planet or something. I don't Didn't know. Didn't they blow
3: up that uh the, the Starship? Fucking...
4: No, it was fireworks. Fireworks, okay. I
3: thought because I did see someone posting some like boomerangs and it looked like they were blowing that ship up but I was like No, it
4: was all it was all just fireworks at uh, Fucking one o'clock in the morning resonating <laughs> across the river and shaking my windows. Yeah. But that's fine. And
3: no, Leo um, and, and Leo was laughing like he was in Wolf of Wall Street.
4: Sure. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs>
2: they're keeping you awake as they're collecting a million bucks just to be there that day.
4: Had I had a chance I would have blown that whole setup. That's all I'm saying.
3: Not fireworks, um, bro. Fireworks.
4: Actually I, I you know, I have a really negative attitude. Toward this whole surgence we have in our state with Hollywood coming in and thinking that we're we're ripe land for the plucking. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I actually hate it. Um it's terrible for the people that live around these shoots. It's mm-hmm. terrible for the independent film scene mm-hmm. at the moment. Um it's it's bad all around. It drives costs up. Yeah. Uh, yep. It's shitty for everybody. Um, the only people that the the uh, shooting here benefit are politicians that don't need more money. If I had it my way, Hollywood would fuck right back to fuck off to Hollywood. Right. That's just my sense of mind.
3: No, I can uh, I can uh, see that being a uh, you know you would think oh my god like yeah we shot a they shot a movie here in my but like you said like as an independent filmmaker like you got to you go try to rent an area or like uh try to cordon off some sort of location and then now the the price has gone through the roof because fucking christian bale fucking punched someone through a wall in that building
4: i'll give you a perfect example charlie hunnam was here was in the area a couple of years ago shooting that piece of crap jungle land.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And uh they used a police athletic league hall to do a boxing match or something. Mm-hmm. It used to cost about two hundred and fifty dollars to rent that police athletic league hall
0: mm-hmm. for
4: whatever function. Not even just as a film set, just whatever function. Yeah. It is now eight hundred and fifty dollars to rent the police athletic league hall. Wow! Damn, Hollywood mudflation is a thing.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, they're like, nah. You're not paying. You're not. You're not paying for the ambiance. You're paying for the uh, the notion that Jax Teller was in the same room, uh, not just a mere two years ago. Do you smell him?
4: Fucking smell basically, because the place looks like a f- toilet. It's it's not yeah. even that impressive.
3: No, I've been I've been through the area where that was filmed. I know I know the another area. But uh but yeah,
4: no. It's 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 bad. It's bad all around. I mean, if you go and you talk to especially Atlanta area, but Georgia area filmmakers after they decided to descend upon Georgia. Yeah. Those guys can't get a fucking 15-minute short made for under 15 grand. Yeah. it's it's obscene it's it's just it's bad it's bad for everybody and the more that they do it the higher it's just gonna go up
3: uh so i guess i mean worcester worcester must love that that money though because they uh they 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 doing the the new dexter thing they did the uh lifetime movie christmas on ice uh the liam neeson bank robbery movie honest thief Mm -hmm. and uh some of the uh, castle rock shit
2: Yep. And uh, and the Ryan Reynolds uh, video game movie, yep, they What's,
3: did. Uh, non playable whatever character NPC. Yeah,
2: yeah. A chunk of that was shot in Worcester
3: as well.
4: Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah,
3: they're everywhere, bro. They're everywhere.
4: So, well, I mean, Boston and Worcester were always kind of expensive to shoot in. Yeah. but
3: So no Dexter Morgan done right.
4: I would prefer that Dexter Morgan went back to Miami. Yeah. There you go.
3: Or maybe yeah. shoot on
2: location in fucking Oregon.
4: Yes. Right. Yes. Go to Oregon. Yeah. Half of it's on fire, but whatever. That's, yeah. Fine.
2: That's probably why they're here. They went,
4: what else looks like Oregon? Yeah. We don't even remotely look like Oregon.
3: No, <laughs> we don't. No. No, they'll just move some spruce plants around and, yeah. A bit over just like It'll Oregon. be fine.
4: It'll be fine. We'll get some redwoods.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, but, uh,. It- if you want to be on Dexter, I guess look out for that. Sneak. Yeah. So.
4: Sorry, sorry. Nothing, I the phone
3: down. If you want to be part of the problem. Yeah. There we go, Ryan. Ryan, yes.
4: If you want yes. to be part of the problem, go
3: be yeah. on Dexter. Yeah, or go to <laughs> Bright Nights. <laughs> yeah.
4: Ah!
3: There are some horror films coming in 2021 because the the fucking horror don't stop for nobody. Uh, it can be pushed back and shelved due to the pandemic, but it don't stop. So um, we got a list here from iHorror.com. Uh, films coming in 2021. Would you look at that? It's can, films like coming in 2021. Ryan, yes, sir. We've been waiting for this one for what, like two years now. Which one? Antlers? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's been a long time. Maybe not 2 years, maybe, maybe I, I
2: I I feel like you may have been more in anticipation <laughs> for this than me. Okay. You've been you've been you've been singing about Antlers. since yeah. like the trailer
3: dropped. Yeah, because it looks you love a, you dope. love
2: a, you love a Wendigo story. I do.
3: And uh, I like a uh Yermother Toro too, and I also like Kerry Russell. And, and Jesse and
2: Jesse Plemons.
3: Yeah, Jesse Plemons, fat Matt Damon mixed with Philip Seymour Hoffman looking dude. Great actor. Mm-hmm. He was great in Fargo for sure, mm-hmm. and uh great in Breaking Bad and Black Mirror. But yeah, that's supposedly coming February nineteenth, twenty twenty one. You think we're gonna get it this time?
4: We'll see. Isn't. Isn't this like its 15th release date or something? Yeah,
3: it is, and that's why I'm saying it feels like it's been like two years. since uh, At least a
0: year and a half. Yeah, so. we,
3: we, we talked it's, about
1: the yeah. initial
2: trailer drop a while ago. I was going to say
1: it's been a while since. It was we, definitely
2: but... pre-COVID, because yeah. we talked about that stuff at the studio. Mm-hmm. Some of these, I mean, do we have to really cover all of them? Because I uh, mean, Paranormal Activity Seven feels. Yeah, I feel, like we,
3: I feel like we could skip that one. Yeah, but we can't skip Morbius. No, we can't skip Morbius. Fair. Uh, March nineteenth, twenty twenty-one. That's like a year from now. And the, the way the way I feel.
4: Uh, well, so, yeah, time moves in dog years now. So. It's
1: yeah. weird. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah, like when has January's like, where do we like almost in the second, like it's kind of going by fast, that never happens yeah
3: so if you don't know what we're talking about Morbius, uh, Geralito and his long hair turned into a vampire uh in the, it takes place in the Marvel universe uh, and it's a cross genre, cause it's gonna be a horror movie action movie cause if you know the comic yeah,
0: books excited.
3: You know the comic books, but you know what they're saying this this rings true to what they've been what they've been saying is the cure deadlier than the disease? It's topical, yeah it is very topical It's topical. yeah <laughs> so uh he's doing the uh penny it's not penny's boat uh fucking hand gesture there when uh Charlie was holding it up to the window mm-hmm. if you haven't seen lost, you should get on that uh Ryan what else stands out here for you man?
2: What stands out? Uh, I mean, there's one major monster film that stands out for me because I've been following this series since they started it up and it's finally coming to a head with Godzilla versus King Kong.
4: Fuck. Yeah. April
2: 21st is when this is supposed to, uh, this is another HBO max grab.
4: Yeah,
3: that's right.
2: Um, and uh, I am honestly amped for this. I have loved this run of Godzilla. Uh, I, I love the tone of them. I love that it's they didn't go heavy on the human stories with them. Like, it's there, but it's really about the, just watching this shit play out visually. They put a lot of work and a lot of detail into watching these things level the world, and it looks so fucking cool when they're doing it. Yeah. I mean, just it just makes me think of that shot of what was that Rodan, in the la in King of Monsters, just flying over the cities and just yeah. the wave. Like these, these, this is a movie series of monsters that it's like they even say it in the movie: "We can't do shit, but just hope we're alive."
0: Yeah,
2: by the end of this, like these things fly over your city, and the fucking the sonic stream from them just flying levels entire entire blocks. And uh and the new and the new King Kong, I mean that fucking movie was great. Yeah. Like he's not even capturable. No. Like the original King Kong, like he could get overpowered by man. I can't wait to see it. And I'm and it feels so weird for me because I always hated watching CGI on CGI like play out like in fights like Transformers and bullshit like that. Like it right. always, ne- it never held my interest. Yeah, but I can't wait to fucking see this shit.
3: I take it you're excited.
0: I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so.
1: Sorry, I guess I'm <laughs> no, not allowed no, I'm to not describe sure. <laughs> how excited I am about this. You're very excited. No, you are um, excited.
3: Yeah, uh, but no, I I I do because uh, yeah, watching the last the last movie, I was like, holy fuck! Like, why are there people in this movie? I don't give a fuck about yeah. the people. you don't like, need them, right? right? Like, it's just uh, right. the first no. Godzilla
2: had yeah. Brian. C- all it needed was Brian Cranston, and then yeah. that was it
0: for. Yeah,
2: that was it for people. Like, you yeah. you got you got Walter White in there. All right, we'll watch him, but he yeah. died yeah. in the beginning. Like, you're yeah, like, yeah. all right, I'm done with people.
0: Yeah, yeah, legit
3: like yeah the uh i'm like okay i see you 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 paid you paid some money for 11 to be in this so you could sell the movie but like i already i would have bought it i would have bought it without fucking just show me the people show me all all the fucking monsters fighting i already bought it you know like i legit was like this doesn't make sense because none of these people would be able to survive anywhere near these fucking creatures like I, yes. I
2: remember I remember vaguely one sequence where they people they show people running in and like shooting at them. Yeah. And then it's like they're not even there. Like yeah. I think they all get wiped out in, like one second. Yeah. Yeah. Like the monsters don't even know like why'd you even have Ice Ice Cube Junior run in there <laughs> with a with a, with a quick little one liner and a shotgun and then yeah. his whole place is just gone. Yeah.
3: Cause he was good in NWA, bro. You know? <laughs> Gotta keep the ball rolling. I keep that resume going, you know.
2: Um, speaking of keeping the ball rolling, a quiet place too. Yeah. I feel needs mentioning. I yeah. thought a quiet place was awesome. I did, uh, I, did
3: uh, I did, I did uh, enjoy that one.
2: Yeah, a, su- a surprising treat from from Jim from the office.
3: Yeah, and his wife. Seriously, though, and his wife.
2: I but I was just kind of shocked at how good a quiet place actually was. I didn't watch it with high. I didn't start it with high hopes.
3: Right. Maybe that's why it was good.
2: It was, it, it He did a good job. Yeah, I guess. Good, good, job. Job. good job. Good he, good. Job. He he gets the promotion to manager of, of the branch. Yeah.
3: Pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Ghostbusters
1: so, Afterlife.
3: Yeah, Ghostbusters. That's good. That's a good one.
1: Conjuring. Oh,
3: uh.
1: Devil made me do it. Uh,
3: I'm a I'm a little excited. I'm not excited the,
1: about it, but some people might be.
3: Uh, spiral. Oh
1: yeah. I do you want to see that? I'm interested in that
3: one. Very yeah. interested in that
4: one, actually.
3: I'm yeah. more interested
2: now after seeing Chris Rock do serious in Fargo.
4: In
1: Fargo, yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, he wa- hes never really like shown me real dramatic chops before, in my opinion. What you don't. New Jack City, no. New Jack City. But I mean oh, the fuck out of here, After you know, fa- After Fargo season 4, now I hold a little bit more credibility
1: in his acting skills. Credibility. Credibility. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It'll be interesting to check out.
3: You know what I don't give a fuck about? What? The Forever Purge.
4: I checked yeah. out on that series like 3 movies.
3: I yeah. checked out after the first one. I was like, oh, this was good. This was pretty good. And I was like, part two, why? Wait, part three on sci-fi? Why? Like,
1: yeah. Oh, man, I fucking forgot Don't Breathe uh, is getting a sequel.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, like- anybody scroll down to the bottom to the whatever happened to? Candyman. I just threw up in my
1: mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I no, that. don't look at it. Don't look an American werewolf in London yeah. no remember I told you I was not happy about that
3: yeah you were saying yeah. something about that it's something-
4: yeah I know what happened I know what happened to that remake Max Landis happened to that remake yeah. it's never gonna happen yeah.
2: <laughs> here's one that I would watch and I don't care who disagrees with me Beyond the Green Inferno I absolutely yeah. love Green Inferno yeah. I'm down for that I loved that movie, and I don't know what they would. Oh well, no, there is a but there is a sequel there in the works. They left it on a on a cliffhanger.
3: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, I've never I, I've never seen uh, that uh, Green Inferno.
2: He didn't it's try good. to make it. He did not try to make an original. No.
3: No. Take on it. He went. I'm, I'm
2: just going to so. make. I'm yeah. going to make worship. He put and and it's up to and it's updated.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it's a it, it, it's a hundred percent a cannibal fanboy film. Okay. But I thought I thought it, um, I
1: thought it's it was. It's good one. Yeah. It's fucked up. That is a. Sick it is. It's movie. real fucked up. Got some cringe moments for sure.
3: Yeah. So uh, anticipated films for twenty twenty one. You know, that's a that's a good list though.
1: Absolutely.
2: There is there's a there's a lot of opportunity to see some special effects and special effects makeup.
1: Yes, there is and yes. if you want to get your special effects on you can visit wuchi.com use your special code from us Mandy Strange, M-A-N-D-I-E-S-T-R-A-N-G-E for 15% off of your entire order.
2: And speaking of savings and horror all year round, visit HorrorMerch.com. They have tons of horror items. Use code SSP. That's SSP for Strange Show Podcast for 20% off of your order. Code will not work on any already discounted items. But check out the rest of the wares while you're in there. They got everything. That's horrormerch.com.
3: And like always, this episode is brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Get Deadly dot com. All right. So this week we're gonna be doing uh going over a couple of uh shorts here, horror shorts, uh independent films that we've uh seen recently online. And uh some people we know, and uh, I believe when I mentioned this to James earlier, um, about bringing uh, Scaring Sherry up, uh, he said that you saw this at, uh, at a film festival that uh, One Last Kill was also featured on, correct?
4: Yeah, uh, over at uh, the Without Your Head Network, we uh, every quarter since the pandemic started, we've been doing a uh, film festival called uh, Severed Limbs. That's Neil Jones
3: yes. curating
4: and organizing all that. And um, Scare, Scare and Sherry was screened that night, so it was One Last Kill for the, the most recent, which was several Looms 4. And Scar and Sherry and One Last Kill. That's that's what happened that night. Yeah. That's about all I can remember for that. <laughs> yeah. night, it was a very, they're, they're, they're very, very, very long film festivals. Yeah. Like, you're, you're in for like a six-hour, nonstop block of horror. Marathoner.
3: Marathon, yeah, you man. marathon
4: it. And um, it all becomes kind of a blur.
3: Yeah. So this uh, Scary Sherry comes from uh, writer, uh, director George James Frazier, if I'm saying that right. Um, mm-hmm. He's also he's done uh, Salt and Iron and uh, Balaton Balatomain, which I've seen. Yes um, uh which I did see. I think I saw that on uh, the new reveal. Um, that
4: is on Reveal. He premiered it at happenstance uh the year prior and then he also screened it at dead of autumn
3: yeah i thought that that one was pretty cool but this is his new one that's also going to be part of uh the united states of horror uh anthology yes um set up here with their their indiegogo's uh all set and done with but um uh and it comes from their production company stained glass and bloodbath if i'm not mistaken um what did you think of the 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 short there
4: Well, I love all of George's work because he 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 always tries to put like a very specific kind of flair to what he does. Right. Mm -hmm. And and usually there's a uh, it's a pretty his movies usually tend to start with a pretty basic premise Mm -hmm. that has some kind of extreme twist to them. And I mean, Scary and Sherry is really no different. But I—I I mean, it was definitely one of my more favorite. I mean, my favorite of his is Nail Polish, which not a lot of people know about. Mm-hmm. Um, but if anybody gets a chance to watch Nail Polish, watch it. It's uh, yeah, it's a good time. Um, another recent one that he came out with too was the Belt, which was really good. The Belt. Hmm. Okay. Yeah.
3: I have to check that out. Uh, I did like uh, uh this short here because I reached out to him, um, to see if, I, and he sent me a little screener of it um but yeah no like you said i did like the premise and it had it started off as i don't want to give too much away because it's going to be part of you know you could only see it if you went to the uh the film festival but uh from how it started to where it finished um it was definitely a good twist Um, exactly yeah and uh when i hit him up about it because i i hit him up after i watched and i was like dude loved it um love the twist and then he explained a little bit uh more to me about what he's going to be doing because uh, i think i don't know um expanding the story in the future but um that's told him it looked great shot well
4: yeah no uh, george and his team they always they always deliver they always deliver I, especially since salt and iron on he's really evolved what he's doing and he's probably I, he, he's definitely one of the guys I have the most respect for in our scene yeah in our community because of where he he's not afraid to take his films um i like people that have balls okay when it comes to their filmmaking yeah. that's definitely george yeah um but yeah no there's always something to it there's always that mm, that's that that hook
0: yeah
4: and i mean scaring Sh- Sherry was no different and it was really great to see it all play out yeah. Like you said, I don't want I don't want to say too much
0: because yeah, I don't yeah. want to spoil it for him.
3: But uh, yeah, you brought up salt and iron when I was looking some some of his stuff up. That that actually I'm gonna try to see if I can seek that out in some fashion because that that looks pretty interesting.
4: Um, it's 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 interesting too because there's actually two cuts out there because he he ran out he ran into the same problems I had trying to get one last kill screened in festivals where it was too much. Oh, uh, okay. So there's one there's a nine minute cut out there that's that's a little safer for the viewers, and then there's a, a longer cut out there that's uh it's right. little meteor.
3: Little yeah. director's cut? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh keep an eye out for that. Scar and Sherry, like I said, uh it's gonna be part of the United States of horror feature um coming out at some point this year, I think. Um, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, and I'll. Uh, Search him out, look up his other work. You can find it on uh, Facebook, uh, Stained Glass and Bloodbath Productions, uh, their Facebook page there, uh, him and his team. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Second one here that I sent you guys was I found on uh, the Altar YouTube channel. It's called The Hide Behind. Me and Ryan, and I, I don't know if Mandy, if you've seen it, but Laura hasn't slept. Me and Ryan did a mm-hmm. small little episode on that. Um, so we're familiar. Yeah. Like when I I didn't know it was the same dude until I was looking it up. Parker Finn, uh, this is his other short because um, Laura hasn't slept has a uh, Lou Temple in it and uh, the thing uh, called the nightmare. Um, and I thought that that was pretty cool for uh, a short that actually got picked up by uh, Paramount, if I'm not mistaken, to be turned into a uh, a feature. But uh, the hide behind is uh. Lost deep in the forest, a lone backpacker encounters a peculiar stranger. Um did you guys uh what did you guys think of the of this one?
1: Definitely a situation you don't want to be in. <laughs> yeah,
3: no. I'd true. say
1: what was my first thought after watching that. I don't know, Ryan. I enjoyed
2: it for the for the most part. There's a couple little things that or one main thing that kind of caught me off kilter but up until that point i found it very enjoyable i was a big fan of laura hasn't slept yeah so Mm -hmm. it was interesting to see it's also funny because i've been digging deep into cryptozoology and mythical creatures and stuff like that and and hide behinds was something that i was reading on the day so this was kind of interesting to see it to see it play out in front of me but uh i thought the production on it was fantastic yeah i agree um it's got some it's it's not heavy with effects, but it's got some pretty deep usage of effect in a couple parts of it, and it was executed
3: very well. Agreed. Like you said, shot well. Um, definitely built the uh, atmosphere of uh, being in the vast forest. Um, yes. Great use of the uh, the camera pans and all that stuff to uh, build suspense, you know. Um, while looking around and stuff like that, like you said, uh, like the hide behind. Uh, There's one shot with the skinny fucking tree, and it just like.
4: <laughs>
3: I was like, "That's awesome," you know. Um,
4: one thing I will I will also point out too, there was some very skilled location scouting there going on mm-hmm. to, to find that perfectly isolating situation mm. with those trees. Because shooting in the woods is not as easy as one might think. Yeah. You know, you're trying to find this set that you have no control over the creation of the process of the set. So it it, it takes an eye to, to go out into the woods and say, okay, I think this works because... And really set something up out there using the environment that's given to you, not an environment you make.
0: Right. And I thought it was
4: really impressive that they found such a really incredibly incredible looking piece of a forest yeah. to work this all around.
3: Yeah, hundred percent. Because, like you said, besides falling some trees yourself and like that kind of stuff, we we can't really go into the woods and cut down trees. I right. Mean, I guess you could. Exactly but you know i (laughs) might might get in trouble right but uh yeah i I thought it was it was i a great short to me um and like i said it was even uh like i'm like oh shit it's from the same dude that uh, we had covered in the past parker finn um so yeah check check out the hide behind and also check out laura hasn't slept and then um also check out the episode we uh We talked about it, so. But, uh, yeah, and that's on Alter. Also on Alter, um, two brothers on a road trip to their parents' funeral stop at an Airbnb for the night, only to discover it's being robbed by violent intruders. Did you guys check this one out, James?
4: I did. I did. I saw it.
3: You did? You saw it? You saw it?
4: Yep um
3: i thought this one was funny uh it does definitely starts off like uh kind of capery type of deal you know house is getting robbed um and um but what it ended up being uh in the middle there's some comedic uh value to it um you know like the guy is shitting on his loser brother type deal i guess in his eyes yeah. and um the brother being a fuck up yeah trying to be an actor mm-hmm. Uh, but then the twist at the end of this movie, I thought was
4: well, it's very uh, from dust till dawn to yeah. bring that back up again yeah. in 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 one aspect, and I, I found that to be a really cool surprise because they don't give you any kind of illusion, no, whatsoever that that's gonna happen. Yeah, my my one complaint, and it's not. Directly on the skill or quality of, but the type of mm-hmm. makeup that they used for that is not what I would prefer for that kind of monster. Because again, I'm I'm not going to spoil that. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was really well done makeup. I just feel like they should have taken it a step further. Yeah, that's that's my that's my personal yeah preference more yeah. so than a comment on the quality. It's yeah. still great.
3: Yeah, I thought the uh, the sound design during the twist, you know, encasing encasing him in shadow type of dude. Oh yeah, no. Like... The,
4: the shooting and the sound, like the setup, yeah, was fantastic. Yeah, it was fantastic. It really was a great twenty minute. It is, and it is a bit long for a short. And I yeah. know that's that's the pot calling the kettle black when it comes to my movies. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it is. It, and even at that. It, it's hard to maintain twenty minutes, and they managed to pull that off, which in and of itself is a feat. Because most people that do short films, when they go into a longer form film, they get they get a little fucked up, and, yeah. and it's really like a lot of filler in there and stuff. But this yeah. this hopped right along, and you're right. It was it started off funny. I almost akin like the beginning half of it to like almost like Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 Like yeah. you you have that that kind of shot plan and dialogue execution
3: yeah, that
4: yeah. You, you you get in that vibe yeah but then like, it goes in a completely different direction yeah and yeah. i thought that was really cool
3: yeah and then at the at the very end it goes back to it's just the two brothers like yeah <laughs> shitting on each other but
4: in a very different context yeah so. yeah yeah
3: so but uh yeah that that's also and that's uh that one's titled uh, vw um and it's you gotta pay attention a little bit to the uh the uh the title but uh yeah i mean alter if you want to look up some other stuff i watched some other stuff on there there's a uh you know the mystery box you know um that one like you said like it goes um a little long and i'm like "Ah," i felt like maybe shaving off two minutes would have made this movie like like perfect you know what i mean because it was and it was a foreign um short so and i'm I'm, I'm, i like those but um yeah. yeah i figured uh throw these in there um but yes check out scary sherry um on the united states of horror features coming out um and then go on alter and look up the hide behind and also search out uh laura hasn't slept and then check out the uh vw by joe price um but yeah that's the uh little indie indie corner
1: will oh, take 200 tickets please now this is what i to happen <laughs>
0: And now for our feature presentation. And we try and is there true mama she was saying things she would sit right beside him just whispering but you weren't talking to him we found it in her pocket she didn't believe in
1: god what does it matter whether you believe i found mom's diary
0: What if she saw something out there? Told you not to come. There are things in this world, horrible things, wicked, and they come for whoever they want. I saw something.
1: Crazy. Do you smell him? He's close now.
0: He's not out there. He's already here.
3: She told you not to come. Oh, you came already?
2: The Dark and the Wicked is a 2020 American horror film written and directed by one Brian Bertino.
1: The Dark and the Wicked follows two siblings who are summoned back to the family farm to await the inevitability of their father's death. What initially appears to be a timeless ritual of loss and remembrance turns out to be something very different.
3: That's right. Uh, You might recognize Brian Bertino. As the American film director, producer, screenwriter, best known as the writer-director of The Strangers. Strangers, yep. And The Strangers Pray at Night. Pray at Night. And The Monster. monster oh, yeah, quiz? yep.
1: We covered that. Yep.
3: Oh, shit. Check
1: out that episode.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think that was uh A Knuckles on that one. Yes. Yeah, so check them out. Who was in this? Who was in this?
2: We got one, Miss Marin Ireland.
3: You know her. Who?
2: uh, uh, No, but the people at the University of Hartford know her. She went to school there.
1: Oh, wonderful!
3: Yeah, she was. For for what? For what? For
2: performing arts, she went to the Hart School at the, which is a pretty renowned New England acting school.
3: Okay. Well, first time I saw her. Was in a little show called Sneaky P. I don't know if you've ever heard that.
2: I've heard of it. I've never seen it.
3: Yeah, it takes place in uh, Trumbull, Connecticut. No? Just no. I'm, I'm not familiar with it at all. Uh, what about Sissy in the Umbrella Academy? Remember? She makes out with well, Anya. Yes.
1: Yes, uh, that's great. that's her?
3: Yeah, she makes out with Anya. Yep. Or Vanya.
1: What
3: was, what was her name? Vanya? Anya, Vanya. Yeah. Anya.
2: Um, it also stars or uh, well in a in a in a minor in a minor yet pivotal role one yeah. Mr. Xander shut up on the talk around the Walking Dead Berkeley. Yeah. He was he was the bad guy or the uh, the whiny bitch who just wanted to die. Yep. For like four seasons on Walking Dead.
3: Um mm-hmm. uh, he was in a lot a lot of shit.
2: Yeah he was. Oh Xander Berkeley? He's uh he's a staple.
3: He's uh in uh Gattaca, one of my favorite movies.
2: Was he the uh was he the stepdad?
3: In what? Terminator two. Correct. What's up with Wolf? What's what's up with Wolfie? Wolfie (laughs) Your parents are dead (laughs) Uh she stabbed him right to the fucking face. And your favorite dude, Air Force One bro. Oh yeah, yippee! <laughs> yippee! Get
2: off my plate! Yeah,
3: that's it. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the brother, what's her name? What's his name? Michael.
2: Michael Abbott, but uh, it seems one of his only credits is Fear the Walking Dead.
3: Correct. So yes. if I put that in there because I mean, Fear the Walking Dead is that it's little something. It's that little toaster that could. It's coming.
2: Yeah. Fear the Walking Dead is actually better than Walking Dead <laughs>
4: yeah. by yeah. a large margin.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. it's kind of crazy how much better. Like they were like, "All right, here's everything we fucked up with the first time." Right. Uh, yeah. All
3: right. So those uh, there's more people than that in there, but they're unclickable, So I feel like uh, if I can't click on you or I can't find you very easily, I'm sorry.
0: It's danger. <laughs> That's
3: cool. Is this movie awesome? Fuck yeah. Yes. yes without I, any hesitation without
2: any hesitation
3: yes i concur i do agree it was uh it was a uh, slow burn
2: i didn't feel like it was a slow burn though because it was like a it was a background film it
1: was it this- but it gave enough moments in there to keep you interested in what was happening or trying to figure out what was going on it wasn't
2: an endurance test of storyline yeah. taking it right. to the payoff.
1: Right, exactly.
3: Well, I, I, I wasn't saying slow burn to it, like to like a downfall to it from start to finish. Right. It was very, it was very, like heavy.
1: Yeah. The whole, the
3: whole way through, you know, which definitely
1: worked with the whole.
0: Yeah.
2: I want, I, I want to say that this is a film. This is a movie that I'm very happy that I that we finally that we finally did. I finally watched because it's been a while since I watched a horror movie that gave me that gave me that feeling of dread.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: Um, and I just felt like this was so wonderfully done and shot and
1: the yeah, color, I like the way it was color shot.
2: scheme and. The lighting on it just—it was so atmospheric, but with such a minimal amount of scenery to chew up. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I believe James was saying to me that this is a film you can watch. This and go. This is why Aster and Eggers got influenced by it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yep.
1: I think yep. it definitely had that kind of like hereditary was. Definitely took some nods from that style, for sure. Yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. better. Uh, You know what? I'm going to say I thought this was better
2: than Hereditary
1: as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I do, too. Oh, wow. Hereditary I love, but I know we all talked about kind of, like, the ending and stuff and that, like, falling short with some of us, like, at least, like, as far as, like, just kept kind of kept going. Yeah. Um. That was my hang-up with Hereditary. But, I mean, this was just... It was just enough. And it had enough, like, surprise element also where you're kind of like... You think everything's so fucked up and then something even more fucked up happens and you're just like, wait, what? Like, so I think those were the moments in there that really made it for me.
4: I mean, this film, I I look at it... It it really is an endurance test, mm. right? Like not because it's like a slow plot or right. or anything like that, but like these people, and this is a <laughs> re- this is a really difficult thing to pull off. Mm. You have you have a ton of emotional weight mm. of the situation that they're they find themselves in, right? Juxtaposed against this unspeakable nightmare, right? That, that's happening to them. All, all the same time, mm-hmm. and I mean that is a hell of a juggling act, right? Um, as far as from an acting standpoint, from a directing standpoint, and it really, it really surprised me how, how fucking good this movie was. It really, yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me too much. Like the strangers, right? To me is like. Winner of absolutely hands down the best ending of the last of a horror movie in the last 20 years. Mm. Um, So it doesn't surprise me too much because this guy, I mean, he's only made a couple of movies, but the movies he's made. Yeah. (laughs) You know, he did good. He did good. (laughs) And it's just like, but this is this is a cut above all of that, in my opinion. This is a masterwork. I will. I will take it there. This is
1: truly yeah, it is a masterpiece
4: really. piece of fucking horror cinema.
1: Definitely watching the trailer before and like talking about it. It looked good. Like we wanted to see it. We were anticipating watching it. Ryan and Angel did their fucking scavenger hunt trying to <laughs> trying to find what it was after we had talked about it. But definitely fucking worth the watch for sure definitely surprising you know not like you said you said it perfectly it wasn't surprising but it was surprising like how good it actually was
2: now here's something that i wanted to bring up especially um i don't know if uh angel got to watch this twice like james did um this was a first time watch for me single watch for me and mandy but um i didn't grasp any reason that this was happening to them other than the reason they gave in it, that sometimes something wicked just comes to fuck with it.
4: That's exactly the point.
2: Yeah. So, so I didn't miss that. This had no No. no reason that this was happening. This wanted to fuck with them.
4: Something just wanted to hurt someone.
2: And I absolutely had the wind taken out of my sails when they were, I mean, we're doing, we're doing. Are we spoiling this one? We spoil, right? We, we all I don't saw know
1: it. we do, but this one I feel like is it's brand new. It uh, might kill the movie to some people for certain parts that are just really fucking fuck you up, kind of.
4: I caution heavily against it. I know, I don't yeah. probably don't have a say. But, so.
2: <laughs> then oh, I, then I will. I'm trying to figure out how to word this okay, without yeah. spoiling. There's a particular phone call that happens in this yeah. movie that completely tore the ground out from underneath me where it really shows you how far this thing can go.
1: To fuck with, yeah. To
2: fuck with you. Yeah. Uh-huh. like Because that's the name of the game in this is fucking with them. Scamping and that's that. it. Just for the, just for just for the sheer enjoyment of doing it, but there's that particular scene that I'm talking about. Just, I felt like I was on, like I was in that scene, and I just like I. This movie was a series of fucking kicks and kicks in the stomach. Yeah, I mean, I'm just pointing out one scene. There's many scenes in this where it was just
4: like, "Are you
2: fucking serious?" Right, it also is not a movie that. Saw lines that it didn't want to cross. Right.
0: Oh, Cause, dude.
2: Cause that scene. Yeah.
0: That scene.
2: Yeah. One. The. You, then you got exactly what I was putting out there. Yeah. There was a scene yeah. in this where uh, I was just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. What the what? And uh, then to be followed in with another like there. It's a sequence of just fuck you. Yeah. That just keeps happening. And I cannot stress how worth a watch this movie is to people. I, agree. Yeah. I didn't I thought it was gonna be like spooky and scary as shit because the conjuring scored high on Rotten Tomatoes too. But that's a one time watcher. This I'll watch again and again. I'm yeah. gonna buy this. I don't buy a lot of movies. I would buy this and add this to my collection.
4: It it should be in every horror fans collection. Mm. This this guy this guy needs to be like Everybody loves to dance and around with Eggers and Astor and say that they're the next saviors of heart. No, no, it's this guy. He gets it. He
2: gets it. I just love the fact that he gave you a movie that has no rhyme or reason for why this movie takes place, and it's totally okay.
1: It works like i'm not at the end going but why i'm at the end going oh my god it's over it's fucked up enough that like it would be that like if something was just to come to fuck with you like that and just do its job and get it done that's i feel like the exact way that it would do it
2: angel you're quiet what are your thoughts
3: uh you guys are pretty much hitting all the all the points but uh yeah no the plot points that the movie hits um definitely gut-wrenching in some parts uh with cemented in real life you know with the loss and and waiting for a loss type of deal but like i said you know like the pacing of it it's very heavy very dreary even even the parts that are supposed to fuck with you they're not fast they're done like very like can you like are you are you going to be able to make it through what i'm pushing up against here you know what I mean? Yes. So, like, and even to, and I don't know if this is kind of a spoiler thing, but, um, you know, even the, the, the faith-based uh, stuff that they touched on, I'll drop a line from 30 days of night, like, you know, no God type of deal. You know what I mean? Well, yeah.
4: But, Angel, that's the best part. Yeah. Right.
3: And that's what you I'm saying. Th- like, it's such a, a test of, like, your will mentally, physically. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I I and like I said, like I always put like believability in here. Like there are things that are meant, whether or not you think it's like fully supernatural or right. man-made, but there are like family curses, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yep. That um, you know, can carry on, even if it's just you manifesting it yourself. Which right. which, you know, to to an outsider looking in can look like mental illness or some sort of, you know, babbling on type deal. But uh, I felt like from start to finish, like the juxtaposition of the brother with the sister and like, you know, even the mom, like the disconnect, because there's a lot of that too. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying right. with the, with the dynamic that this family like lives in, there is, yeah. ro- there is room for separation. There is room for a dividing force to come in
4: and mm-hmm.
3: you know and the
1: vulnerability yeah. Yeah. factor,
3: so yeah. you know, but yeah i i i I like really enjoyed this movie. I was watching it late night, and let's just say uh, like, yeah, I was watching it very late Them at creepies. night <laughs> yeah, and i had I had the uh I had the ammo like the 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 color lights on, and I had a magenta, and I was just like, Phew. and then this little music box that my kid has. Started playing oh, out of the like his desk, and I about almost shit my pants. Oh, <laughs>
0: this
2: is, i am not ashamed to say that I watched some parts of this movie through my fingers. Yeah,
3: because uh, it's
2: been a while,
3: dude. Yeah, and and even like I thought, and you know, like because we can move on to like the effects type of deal. Even like the effects of it, there was some mm-hmm. there was some parts. The ghosting thing you know what i mean yeah um but uh even that like you because everything else around it like and we've we've yeah. talked about this so many times it's like even if it's like something that could be jarring it's like you don't give a fuck because everything else around everything it is else. like, yeah so good and even like when they they do you know they go you know uh they show you and it's even that i was just like I rewound it like three times just so I could like freeze it to get a glimpse because they don't even give you like a full, Mm-mm. you know. And I I love that they they did it like that.
1: Me too. I hate when they show too much because yeah. it can totally fucking ruin it.
3: You know. Yes. But,
1: I uh, want
2: to I want to make mention of some of a specific scene in this because it was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. But in context, it like took on a whole it took on a whole different light. But the scene where he looks. Where he's looking outside and sees his mom floating. Oh yeah,
0: yeah.
2: yeah. That's, in the, that's in the trailer. That's why. But I love the fact that, like in the trailer, it kind of looks cornball. Yeah. And uh-huh. just like really like badly like a fat like bad effect on like inserted in. Yeah. But then when you watch it in the movie, it adds. To the oh unnatu- yeah. it added to the unnatural, mm. uh, unnatural yeah. state of that. Yeah. But I also want to say that it almost it gave me a similar feeling to the famous scene from um, uh, Jesus. Like, hold on, hold on, Salem's <laughs> Lot with the with the uh, little boy yeah. floating outside. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Like it just it gives that unnatural. Like this isn't supposed to be happening. And yeah. then with right. her smiling at him anything involved the fuck the mom in this
3: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it wasn't the bob. That's the thing. I like. know
2: it wasn't the mom But when you it's like when you see the mom there's a few different instances with the mom in this mm-hmm. And every time you see the mom it's your it's this movie made my skin
3: crawl. Yeah It no, was and uncomfortable and that's the whole heavy. thing like that was the thing like that whole part leading up to You know watching his mom. It was just like such a like an attack on his like how he was dealing with the whole thing because if you know right it was it was kind of equal on the mm-hmm. on the pushing but it would fluctuate different like uh intensities to it right. you know what i mean because like for michael like it didn't take much for the you know even even though he had what he had you know the from what he found from his mom's room like it's all laid out right here and he was like eh, yeah eh. And like I you know fucking, yeah but yeah I mean all right so I had a I added a question here because uh I'm, I'm I want to start asking this question so what drew us to this initially and did it deliver?
2: what grabbed me with this was, I mean, like anybody looking for stuff to watch you, you hit the trailers in the, in the on demand and you start flipping through to see this was the first, this was a trailer that the trailer creeped me out and that like, and it had that It it hearkened to that. There's it's, it's, it's almost, and James is a filmmaker. If I'm wrong here, let me know it. I don't want to call it formulaic, but it has those notes that it's like like Eggers and Aster have have uh, have followed behind him using using the, the using the styles.
0: Mm-hmm. It
2: has those. It's almost like the brown note.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
2: it's like it It has that certain formula that, you mm-hmm. know, that this is going to have that care given to it where it's it's one of those movies where it's one it's i love slow burn horror i do because it always has the best payoff right for overall feeling and you know me with the white whale of wanting to feel of wanting to feel like actually frightened by a movie when i put this at that level uh, not an existential crisis, but like I said, uncomfortability. I watched, I wa- I watched some of this through my fucking fingers, yeah, like just waiting for it. This movie was perfect at the drawn out, like, oh my god, what's coming, right? Yeah, uh, and uh, I per and I mean, like, I'm sure everybody behind me that's gonna say it, this movie completely 100% paid off
3: pretty much from the conversation that you're like,
4: dude it's like an old barn and like it looked so yeah. weird and like
3: dude check netflix and i'm scrolling through scrolling through scrolling through scrolling through and then like then you're like you hit me up like a week later the dark, you know the dark in the weekend yeah.
2: and i, I sent you the trailer you were like, fucking found it. Yeah. yeah
1: you were looking for that shit for a while that yeah. was like fucking plaguing you
3: and then uh i watched the trailer and i was like all right yeah yeah we'll, we'll fucking do it and you're like goddamn right we're doing it and then like yeah. It definitely delivered because I mean we've done these before where like, dude, the trailer, dude, it looks so good. Like the slow burn, it looks so heavy, and then we get into it, and it's like, uh, it's like it's uncomfortable to watch because like, there's nothing going on. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Like like you're watching it, going, somebody get the
1: cap.
3: Yeah, someone die, please please you know like legit i forget what movie it was uh the girl that lives in this house i think or something the old uh... the pretty the pretty thing that i am the pretty thing that lives in the house dude the movie looked fucking awesome cinematography looked great i couldn't fucking watch more than a half hour of it because like it was so
2: slow i call i call that the innkeeper itis
3: yeah and like oh yeah you know, and, and yeah. like, and like I, like I said, I, I and I, I'm not gonna, I'm not shit talking it, but yeah, you run into those issues right. sometimes, where it's like, okay, dude, like I get it, you're trying to drop all this suspense, and it's mm. like, but it's been 50 minutes, and like, yeah, no yeah. one's cut their finger yeah. off at least, like, give me, yeah. give me, give me something, and then, yeah. and then when it finally like something happens, and you're like, oh, I wish that all that time that you took to get to hear like that you gave me something more and you didn't so now
1: I like it
3: <laughs> you know but this didn't do that no um and i did like the people involved in it because some sometimes movies like this also you can get lost like they're taken out of it by the the characters and yes i really did Absolutely. care about the characters Um, even, you know, the brother, you know, because I, I felt like, yeah, Yeah. I mean, I, any, any one of us can act like he did at some point, you know what I mean? Right. Creepy, the creepiest part in the movie for you, not with, without trying to be too spoilery.
2: I'm going to go with to not be spoilery. I found the creepiest factor of this movie Mm -hmm. to be the score, the score Fucked oh. me up, mm-hmm. yeah. It was so off kilter,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. and
2: like, and just perfectly like placed. Like it was almost, it was almost like like somebody like playing my nerves like a harp,
0: mm. like a harp kind from some, hell,
2: like a harp from hell. Um, <laughs> but I really felt like the score absolutely, yeah. like put this movie into overdrive.
3: I like this. This uh. Uh, another movie that did that was Hagazussa. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. That Which is another, another film one. that I don't hear enough people fucking talking no, about. This is why I don't tru- This is why I don't trust modern horror fans. <laughs> Anybody under the age of 35.
3: <laughs> Hagazussa was fucking that was a ride. Yeah, so, it was. So, so you need to watch The Dark and the Wicked and then also watch Hagazussa. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yes.
2: Agreed.
3: Um, But
2: anybody else
3: got a? I got. I I got. I got one. I'm gonna go with (laughs) the the priest as a whole.
0: Yeah.
3: I'll leave that right there. Oh yeah. When it when it goes from like, okay, this guy's a little creepy, to like his use of that priest. Um, I'll leave it there. You know what part I'm talking about?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it's hard to really say yeah, much yeah. without spoiling, so I'm just gonna kinda of follow up with what you guys were saying and with Angel with the priest. Actually just I mean, just the whole like atmosphere of the whole movie, like everything was like this. the dad like dying in the room next door, like with everything going. It's just the just the whole thing is fucking yeah. creepy. Just the despair yeah. and the just all of it.
4: Yeah. For me, Okay, I'm not going to say it completely, like, there's no scene that completely creeped me out. The whole movie had me off. Balance. Right. The whole movie. From about 85 seconds in. And, and it, there's, there's a lot of factors in that, too. One, I want to give a lot of credit to the location choice. Yeah. Here. The location matters. And to see a movie play out in, like, the Midwest, and like, North Texas this kind of style like I expect this to be in New England mm-hmm. I don't expect this to be in Midwest Texas so automatically right off of the bat like just that choice of location and how how he wanted to present this story already had me off balance because I'm like this wait hillbillies what what's going on here yeah but it, but then like I saw how seriously he was taking it because like most of the time you see, movies like this and people with a midwestern slash southern accent are usually the comic relief.
0: Mm-hmm. and then you
4: see this heavy 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 piece where it, 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 it's you're in this really like you know bad situation but and it just doesn't and I think the best part about this movie is like it's like we could point out a certain event or thing but it just does not stop
1: right every it's all
4: every moment you get where you think you have a reprieve, where you think something nice and quaint is happening, mm. like the granddaughter for example.
0: Yeah. Right.
4: Yeah, yeah, five yeah, sec- yeah. Five seconds later you're completely like on the other end of the tilter world. Yeah. What just happened? And that was like, to me, that was why I called it a masterclass of horror because there is not one moment in this movie where you are completely on balance and completely aware of what's going on. Yeah. In the best way possible.
3: Right. Uh to touch on where you said about the the location, uh this was actually filmed at the director's family farm. Oh wow. Oh. So there you go. So so, oh, so so he's very aware of the surroundings, so he was able to build
2: somebody had access to a piece of property and said this would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I don't have to pay for it.
4: Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um,
3: but yeah, so you I'd said be- uh, when you, you said this is for rent on Voodoo,
2: this is for rent on Voodoo, Amazon, all that. I recommend Voodoo unless you want to pay top price for a rental. Yeah. If you're going to pay, if you're going to pay more than the Voodoo rental, buy it. Yeah. And yes. it's also supposed to be coming to, uh, to a uh, shutter for all you stream heads Boom. out there.
4: Well, it was made by shutter.
2: Yeah, don't do yeah, it. which is why I was commenting to Mandy. Like, of course, this isn't available there yet.
3: <laughs> no, they're trying to they gotta so, they gotta get their money back, bro.
4: Gotta get some but, box office, man.
3: Yeah. Right. So but 90% on the thermometer, but 62 yep. audience score.
4: I I could tell you why. Why? Too unsettling. Guaranteed.
2: The last movie that made me feel like this movie, and I don't care how weird it sounds, Autopsy of Jane Doe.
3: Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's good.
2: With that, with that, not with that. Just it's. it's yes. It gave, it gave me. It gives you that same feeling of like, yep. what the fuck is coming yep. through that door? What is coming around the corner? What is this? What the fuck is that? What do you tell? What is going on?
4: Autopsy Jane For, was another great example of a movie that doesn't stop either.
2: Oh, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. So I think general consensus. For all of us is watch the fucking movie and don't watch it trying to find meaning because they're that they, sometimes bad things just fucking happen. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Carry a big stick.
2: And speaking of bad things happening, that is it for us.
3: Yeah. That's all we got. Right.
2: The end of the first episode of the new year. Thank you so much, James. Hey,
4: glad to be here. Love coming on.
3: He's got some of these left. The VHS double features uh, One Last Kill in the Box. Uh, Drop that website, bro.
4: Uh, Yeah, you just go to It Came From The508.com They're pretty fairly priced for what's on there. There's all new stuff on there that's not available on the Blu-rays. There's commentary. There's deleted scenes. There's stuff you will not find exclusively anywhere else in any release we ever do in those films again. This was a very limited run, special thing for the people out there. I have no idea how we have copies left. I, it's kind of shocking. Um,
3: well, you said you had are, you had you had some left, so you want you, they want to pick them up.
4: Literally, small, low, single digits. I, 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 it, but they're there. They, they, there's still a few available. It's kind of mind boggling. But they're there, and people can pick them up. And if they, for some reason, you go to the website and you sell out, we sell out. We've got all of our movies on Blu-ray. We've got T-shirts, posters. There's all kinds of fun things up there.
2: Any anything that you can do to support independent cinema?
4: Yeah, please, yes, because it's been a very very hard year for independent cinema.
2: Yeah,
3: (laughs) legit.
2: So, and nothing but the best of luck to you in future endeavors. Yeah. So as you probably already know, but just in case you're new here, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and pretty much all the dark corners of the world.
3: We're on all your favorite social media platforms at That Strange Show.
1: And remember, strange is better.